You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited that you've chosen to join us again here at the Science of Superpowers. This has been such an amazing show from, from launch, actually way before launch with the book um, and everything that poured through in 2017. And then anyway, there's so much in this space that is incredibly yummy. Um, and I know you're feeling it and I appreciate the feedback. Thank you so much for being part of this experience with us. And today is a very yummy experience for you all. You have the extreme honor of, of getting to witness someone who's just lighting up the world uh, in her way, in her space, with her people, in, in, in her construct. And, and it, it just emanates out from there. And so as, her, as she came across my desk as a, as a potential guest, it was just this really beautiful, like, yes. And, and of course, the exchange thus far has been exactly that. So you're going to get to feel that. I know you're already feeling it, right? Those of you, you all have superpowers. You're feeling the fact that that when two of us come together, truthfully, and, and when we choose to be real and authentic with each other, it's kind of like where two or more of you gather in my name, there also will I be. Like there's a divine essence that is exponential. And I cannot overstate the importance of learning how to tap into that, learning how to create with it, learning how to be in it, learning how to sit in it with others, learning how to invite others into it. Um, all, all of that, because it, it truly is the only space that we create in where we create something real that has it has the potentiality of actualizing in a way that continues in an expansive evolutionary capacity that creates win-win-win solutions for all of us. To spend our time doing anything else is kind of pointless at this stage. And, and so many of you are feeling that. And I really invite you right now to just take that deep breath, sit in this container with us and feel what happens when we come together and just talk and, and share and and willingly and courageously explore the fact that there are spaces we don't understand there are potentialities that we can't even fathom and, and that's a good thing that's what we want we want to be enthusiastic about life and and our guest today Thais Gibson is ah, anyway she's very yummy you're going to get to hear from her in just a second and she's touching the world in so many amazing ways she runs the personal development school and, and is teaching so many people how to put these concepts into motion how to use them in their lives we're going to talk with her today about moving beyond mindfulness. She's She's got a depth of wisdom in this area. Um, and, and so for those of you who, who, you know, you've been successful, you got a pretty good life, but it's just this, something's missing, right? You want something more. And, and a lot of times what we find there, our folks are kind of stuck in this, like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know all this, right? Well, then, then implement it, <laughs> integrate it, embody it, use it, do something, change something, right? Because if you're sitting there miserable, but you're not taking action towards something different, it's really silly to expect that it's going to change. And so we're going to talk today about how to kind of move beyond that piece into really embodying this, this consciousness movement. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Thais to the show. Hello, Thank love. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm honored to be here with you today. And, and you're such a beautiful oh. and inspiring person to speak with. So Oh, well, that's delightful to hear. Thank you so much for the reflection. And of course, that that's you reflected, right? So we get to just relish in that together. Uh, we're going to jump in here and just start with asking, what are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? 
I would say my first superpower is definitely my ability to be compassionate with people. Um, It was a huge part of my own learning journey as I was going through a lot of healing from my own childhood. And Mm -hmm. um, I realized that a lot of the system that I went through, like our system of classical conditioning that we're all exposed to, the system of punishment and reward, that in my internal dialogue all the time, I was sort of repeating in relationship to self, like punishing for myself for mistakes and beating myself up for them. And and as I went through a lot of personal struggles with addiction um, at 14 years of age and, and sort of went through a seven-year struggle there, a huge part of coming out of that and healing was actually learning to shift and realize, okay, these, these patterns of how I was spoken to as a child from my parents, you know, I'd sort of internalized them and that had become my own internal dialogue and, and sort of being able to disidentify from that and, and watch that and realize, wow, I really need to be compassionate is actually a huge shift that allowed me to then take all that real estate in my mind and mm-hmm. open it up to use for creative purposes, for healing purposes, for being able to be connected to people better. And I would say that brings me to my second superpower, which is probably my ability to be present with other people um, and, and to always sort of be this lifelong learner in those experiences. So I would say those are my major superpowers for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that because juxtaposed really, you know, if we look at like biblical guidance, uh, you know, which, which I'm most averse in, but, but really spiritual guidance across the board most agree upon some centralized theme of, you know, love, right? Come from love and, and, and love others, right? So, so, you know, biblically, it's like, you know, love God and then love each other. Like there's, there's these themes that run throughout that say, first, we have to be willing to look at that internal gain that you're speaking to and find light in it, find love in it, find something else in it. And then secondly, we have to be willing to extend that to others. And we call it the inside out game. And, and it's, it's mm-hmm. the idea of we get to use the internal and the external to shift things very rapidly. It's what, how we're seeing so many tremendous gains in our clients, because it's when we, when we're willing to, to, you know, work both ends essentially, right. Reprogram what's been programmed, but also change the behaviors moving forward, right. Refusing to continue to create from that exact place. <laughs> um, and we find most programs kind of do one or the other, but you really have to do both. And, and I, so I love that you spoke to, you kind of bookended it. Like, like, this is it folks. Like this is the game. Like you have to be willing to change who you are if you want to change the world and you have to be willing to let the world change if you really want to change who you are. So it's, you know, we can't, we can't just look at one. Um, so, so, so let's just dive into that. Cause you're, you're bubbling up, like, like talk to me about your experiences with that, with clients and with yourself. So one of the most, I just love that you said that because one of the things I, I often teach people, and it's it's so funny, like how you'll hear things from different perspectives and they're <laughs> so aligned. But one of the things I teach people is like, when we look at trauma, for example, from childhood, and let's say somebody's wanting to make a big shift in their business, but they have this like belief about themselves, like I'm a failure or I'm undeserving or my needs don't matter. Or I can't speak up or whatever beliefs we acquire because of past imprints as, as we're socialized. I always say to people like, it comes in two forms. The only way we experience some kind of block is because we either have emotional pain or emotional suffering. And emotional pain takes place whenever we have unmet needs. And technically that's the good thing, right? Because historically, if we had pain in terms of, you know, hunger pains, okay, good. You're, you're supposed to adapt and evolve and go seek food. So pain is a feedback mm-hmm. system. And then we have suffering, which is the story we tell about the pain. You know, if maybe we have an unmet <laughs> need, 
an unmet need during quarantine. It's like, oh, you feel isolated. You have an unmet need for connection. But mm-hmm. then you tell the story that it's because I'm unworthy. I'm going to be alone That's forever, right. you know? And so what's really interesting about those things is when we can learn that like emotions are only ever a feedback system and they're telling you about those two specific things, what we can then do is we can sort of shift out of that and go, okay, so what's my pain or my suffering? How can I change the way I'm thinking about myself for this situation to empower myself? And how can I strategize on behalf of whatever the unmet need is? And when people look at these old imprints they have from trauma from years and years ago, they often look and they say, oh, when I was eight years old, something happened and maybe they're 50 years old now. And this block is still there. And we have to ask ourselves, how is this thing still affecting me, you know, potentially 42 years later? And the answer can only be that we've been firing and wiring those same neural pathways in the relationship to ourselves over and over again on autopilot. And so we either have to meet the needs that have been inherently unmet for so long that created a painful imprint, or we have to change our thinking about situations and relationship to ourselves so that we're uprooting that imprint. And it's so, you know, connected to what you just said, but sort of just explained in a different form. I'm laughing because the shadow elements that be really should have kept us apart. Like, I'm like, this is, like, like there's no hope for, for anything to stay stuck right now because, you know, we tell the same thing. If you can tell the story, you're already past it. If you know the story, you're not in the story. You're telling mm-hmm. the story. Like, stop telling the story, right? And and I think Absolutely. especially in the developmental space that we have this real toxic addiction to continuing to process what's been processed. And it's like, now it's just a crutch. Like, for sure, when you first come on it and it's like, whoa, ouch, right? Like, that was in there. That kind of sucks. Like, but but that's that's just the echo, right? Like just move the energy, right? Emotional, anyway, blah, blah, blah. We Absolutely. need to take a break where there's no way we're going to cut, you know, this is, this is going to go on forever. <laughs> we just opened up all kinds of wormholes, folks, that you are so honored to take part in. Stay with us here. We're going to take a quick break before we do, where can people go to find out more about you? Um, they can go to either our YouTube channel, which is personal development school dash Gibson or www.personaldevelopmentschool.com where we have all of our courses and information and all that good stuff. Brilliant, brilliant folks. Well, you are listening to it and I really recommend that you go and check out her stuff. Thais Gibson, moving beyond mindfulness here on the science of superpowers. We'll be right back after this break. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Awesome. You're back. You're listening to the Science of Superpowers. We're talking today with Thais Gibson about moving beyond mindfulness. This, uh, you know, what a delight before the show. It's like, there, there's no way that that anything's going to be left un, untouched here because because when that light sort of exponentially magnifies, right? I, I cautioned you at the beginning of the show, folks, like there's this synergistic feeling and, and expression that occurs. I'm not even going to call it a feeling. It's a synergistic expression that occurs that when we choose to let the energy between us create, it truly 
creates miracles. It's happening all the time, right? If we, if we move beyond mindfulness, we actually get to consciously participate in it. And, you know, in our world, you know, we're always pushing the bounds of reality. And, and, and the goal um, right now, as we stated, is, is to, to attune yourself, right? Tap in and tune up, right? That's how we use the network to, to the fact that you can be consciously aware, you can consciously co-create with these um, energy waves from inception, which means that you're operating under the surface in creative spaces, folks, before it ever hits the surface. That is the end game because from that space, we recognize that these avatars that we see on the surface are really just taking their orders from the energy that's been created in the creative space by the creator that you recognize yourself to be. And when you can wrap your mind around that, you get to play in some pretty miraculous ways. Um, and you get to recognize the fact that you've been informing it all along. We get to be in choice around that, right? We can play as the as a surface avatar, we can play as the creator, we can play as the aware surface avatar who knows itself as the creator. But but the but the key is first and foremost recognizing that you're caught in in some sort of a um a kind of play acting in until you awaken that consciousness. And it has to you have to be willing to take that step past mindfulness. The reason why this is such an incredibly important conversation, folks, is that. Yes, the mind can create, but the mind also has the ability to identify as that small self, as the surface self. And if you're not in awareness of when that shift happens for you, you're not going to catch it and you're not going to be able to stop it or reprogram it. That takes some attuning. So in our world, you know, you're hearing it, right? The abstract frequency, the attuning. So so in your spaces, what what is that for people? What is that kind of um, threshold that that they that they're not crossing or that they kind of butt up against that that keeps them from truly actualizing in these whole ways i would say that it exists based on old wounds that we have so whenever people are in a position where they're looking at their life and they want to break through in one area so they're able to say you know i want to make more money in my career or i want to have healthier more thriving relationships where we work through our problems or we want to be on track in a career where I feel really, you know, present and like there's lots of meaning. So whatever it is that we're looking towards, but we feel ourselves stuck around. One of the first questions we have to ask ourselves is, okay, I haven't created that yet. And why? And whatever our why is, it's sort of like a, but it becomes an excuse. So we say, oh, Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to make more money in my career because, you know, life is too competitive or the world is too hard or I don't have enough time or, you know, and we, we have those those blocks. And those blocks are basically just beliefs we have about ourselves. And what we can do is we can identify that belief and then we can actually work to actively reprogram that belief. So the first step is like you're sort of sharing is is witnessing, being able to disidentify, but we can't just stop there because sometimes (laughs) stop there. And then, you know, being able to witness and no longer identify, yes, creates change over time, but we can much more speed up the process by actively doing reprogramming work. And so One of the first tools I like to share with people is something called auto-suggestion. And basically what auto-suggestion is, is getting yourself into a suggestible state where your mind is producing mostly alpha and theta brainwaves, which happens a lot of the time when we're in meditation or when we first wake up after a long night's sleep or, you know, last thing before bed. And we can take these beliefs that we've been able to pull up by realizing these are the blocks to the breakthroughs in our life that we're seeking. There are excuses for why we haven't achieved things yet, essentially. And we can extract these pieces of information and say, okay, so let me take this, this information. Let me reframe it to the opposite. Okay. So I'm, I'm a failure or I'm not smart enough. Let's say I'm not good enough at something. And what we can do is we can use our conscious mind to give these old subconscious imprints, the sort of ego minds wounds. We can use that to, to find 10 to 15 pieces of evidence to oppose that. 
So if on a daily basis for about 21 days, we stop telling the story of how we're a failure, we're not smart enough, we're not good enough. And we start saying, no, 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 I am good enough. I am smart enough. And we find evidence for why. What actually happens, it's really interesting and really moves us beyond just the mindfulness piece is that we end up being able to communicate to our own subconscious mind. And this is the essence of reprogramming because the subconscious mm-hmm. mind doesn't speak English. It doesn't speak language <laughs> through emotion and imagery. And every time we give evidence for something, we actually pull out an, an image and emotion. So if I say I'm good enough because I have this background or this experience, or I'm tapped into this energy, or I'm, you know, as soon as we pull up that, that piece of evidence, we have a little image that comes with it if we really watch our mind closely. And that image is actually a container for emotion. And so now Mm -hmm. we use our conscious mind to pull up those original blocks that were preventing those breakthroughs. And then we reframe them to see, no, 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 I am good enough. And if we do that every day for 21 days and then find 10 to 15 pieces of evidence to actually support the new belief we're trying to create, this is called auto-suggestion. It's a very powerful, very simple tool for reprogramming. And we start firing and wiring new neural pathways and old ones actually atrophy over time. And so we can create these profound shifts in in a fairly short period of time for things that have been plaguing us and blocking us in our life for potentially decades. Brilliant. I love that. And remember, folks, for those of you who are predisposed to mind reading and empathy, you've got to disengage from those frequency fields first. Otherwise, what you're doing is you're getting those suggestions externally from those ways. Make sure that you're attuning yourself. Do that work that we've been talking about because the, it's really easy for, especially those of us who continue to develop ourselves for the ego self, the smaller self, the surface self, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, to continue to learn right alongside of us and 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 give us that language back, trying to mimic the sensing, mimic the the visual. It can do a lot of that. It cannot, it cannot fake the resonance. That is why the attuning piece is so incredibly important, folks. And if you don't know what we're talking about, make sure you go to superpowerexperts.com and check out step one. Listen to one of these podcast episodes on the network each day to attune yourself to the fact that these are bigger conversations. There's more at stake here. What that's going to do is it's going to open you up so you can start sensing what it feels like to be in your thoughts or to be in the emotional energy. And sometimes you're not in your thoughts, right? Sometimes you're not. It depends on how you're designed. Make sure that you know how to disengage with that. And, and what, what Thais is talking about here is so incredibly powerful because that state can't can't be faked, right? Like you that that res, you know, in our world we call it the resonance, right? That can't be faked. It's that 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 will that feeling that you kind of get into, right? That 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 creative space, those waves, you gotta know what that feels like for you. Only you can be the one to determine that, but it can't be determined by that smaller self. And so so make sure you're doing that work that we've been talking about, about disengaging from those frequency fields. Otherwise, the misinterpretation happens. That's that's why that intuition is so incredibly crucial. I love everything that you're talking about with regard to, to knowing kind of where, where you're at, where you're doing, making sure you're doing the reprogramming while you're, where you're, you're pulling stuff up. Um, you know, it's, it, and, and I know it can seem overwhelming um, to have to remember all of this. In our world, you know, we, what we've noticed is is the it, it gets easier, right? The, the attuning helps, right? There's a there's a natural feedback loop that as you as you gain, as you create gains, right? That it's like maybe you just did it once and then you kind of slipped, but but you did it once, and and so that means you can do it again, and and the next time maybe you do it twice, right? Or you hold it for two days, right? You you don't tell yourself that story for two days, but then on the third day, 
oops, you slip and you tell yourself that story, right? But you did it for two days, right? This is the practice that she's talking about. You did it for two days rather than like, oh my gosh, I always screw up, right? I did it for two days. That means I could do it for three days, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's a technique. We, we, my husband and I learned in basic training, right? It's like, no, one more, just one more, <laughs> just one more, just one more. And you're like, uh, so, so what sort of like techniques or tricks do you offer to your clients that, that, that kind of get out in front of some of those uh, little ego, ego shenanigans that happen? I would say one of the first and most important things, just to go along with what you're saying here is, is our emotions are always giving us feedback. So when we, you know, let's say we forget to do something, let's say we tell the old story again. Well, if we watch very closely and we were to watch our own emotions and experience, what ends up taking place is we go, oh, I fell back into that same old story. I told myself that, that story of how I'm not good enough again. And then we proceed. If you watch your mind almost like slowly on like, you know, slow motion, what you're seeing is then you proceed to then beat yourself up. You go, oh, I always do this. Oh, I make a mistake. And what happens is the subconscious mind is running 95 to 97% of everything, our decisions, thoughts, behaviors. And so what's taking place from that perspective at the mind level is that that we have these, these proponents coming in. We have this beating ourselves up pattern that takes place and there are no idle thoughts. We actually further program negative emotional associations into what we're trying to shift or, or change. So we say, Oh, I can't tell the, I can't change the story. I'm not good enough. And then we beat ourselves up and then we wire in more negative neural pathways and patterns. And so something that's really important to be able to do is really get in that habit of recognizing, no, 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 my emotions are just feedback, but they're always here to serve me. They're going to tell me when I'm telling myself a painful story because they're going to elicit a painful response and show me that something is out of alignment. And then when we can reframe that or create change around that, it's very powerful at the thought level. But our emotions are also showing us when we have unmet needs that we need to action or strategize on behalf of. And so a tool I often give to people is it's sort of a five-step quick little system. And I'll over-explain it for a moment, but once you sort of get the hang of it, it becomes a very quick process to use, which is number one, you feel bad, go inwards. Don't go outwards and blame your boss. Don't go outwards and blame <laughs> your, your friend. Go inwards because it's only ever an internal challenge or issue. So then we have to look at, okay, I'm feeling bad. What stories have I just been telling myself here in the situation or what meaning am I giving to the situation? Because it's our subjective interpretation much more than the objective situation itself. And so maybe, you know, somebody forgets to call you back and you say, oh, I'm unloved or I'm not cared about. So we have to be able to witness that story and then we have to challenge it. And we have to ask ourselves, can I really know this? Is this really valid? And then we can find that equilibrating piece of evidence. What could it be instead of this? We can push up to try to poke a hole in that story. Could it be that the person's not available, that they're having a bad day? Could it be that I'm still a lovable person, but maybe this friendship or romantic relationship isn't a match? So we have to challenge that story. And what we've then done is we've removed the suffering from the situation. Because like we talked about, needs are, are going to create painful emotion and, and it's going to be pain. But the suffering is the story we tell. So we're kind of reverse engineering this, like you, like you were talking about. So we, we reverse engineer and we go, okay, let me remove the story first. And then once I'm no longer as triggered or upset or frustrated, then I can ask myself, okay, what is the unmet need here in the situation? And how can I strategize on behalf of that need? Maybe your unmet need is to express a boundary to somebody and to follow up on that. Maybe your unmet need is to share with somebody that you need them to be accountable and, and say what they're going to do and follow through next time. And then you strategize on behalf of that. So what we essentially do through that is we empower ourselves through those quick five steps. And I'll review them in just a moment. 
we, we empower ourselves to be able to take any negative emotion that's dysregulating us, which is going to act as a block in any area of our lives that we're trying to break through. And we empower ourselves to go inwards, understand the only emotional roots of the problem that could ever exist and then disrupt and change those. So we go, what's the negative situation? What's the meaning I'm giving to the situation? Is it 100% true? And could it be something other than this? So we challenge. And then we go, okay, now that I've challenged my story and had some relief, what do I need in this situation? And how can I get that need met? And we deal with all roots that could ever exist of emotional pain or suffering. And we empower ourselves to be in relationship to self, to be clear, and then to action a different output. Brilliant. I love it, folks. Make sure you're taking notes on that. Go back and replay that. It, it is it is work. Like, let, let's be real here. This got created like over decades and, and, and lifetimes. And it's like, let, let's not pretend that this that we're going to be able to take a pill and, and this changes. But recognize, too, that the goal isn't the result. Right. In the process is this beautiful discovery of self. I, I love telling you, like, just sit in it roll around in it, rub it all over you. Like just be in it because for most of us, like we don't even have any clue who we are, none at all. And, 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 and what we're speaking to here is, is you have control over one thing and one thing only, and that is your outlook, right? That, that is how you, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about the world. It is 100% in your control and it does create the world you experience. And so you know, I know so many of you are like, oh, I want to change the world. I, I know I'm here to, to do a mission. I, I know I've got, I've got this job. I, I know that God's wanting me to do this. I know I'm being called to be of service. I know I'm being called to be bigger. All of these things. But at some point, you really have to stop and ask yourself, am I actually willing to do this? Mm-hmm. Am I, you know, to say you want to change the world is one thing, but are you willing to let the world change? Are, are you know, to ch- say you want to change yourself is great, but are you willing to let yourself change? And And I think that you know, I, I don't think that either one of us is going to cut you any slack in, in terms of, you know, you, that's the work. We've done it. We, we guide people through it. The people who continue to persevere, they have our respect and they have our support. They have our love. And, and if you're just sitting there whining about things not changing, really do a self-assessment because it is within every single one of us. There's nobody exempt from this. I remember the moment I moved into awareness and embodiment of the abstract frequency and everyone was there. And I knew I'd been lying to myself mm. to say that not everyone can get this and not everyone's ready. And that, that was, I wasn't ready. I wasn't getting it. And, and once I stepped into that, I'm like, oh my gosh, we cannot deny the fact that everybody can do this. Everybody should be doing this, that we do it naturally when we let ourselves be holy who we are. And so it's easy to take ourselves out of that game. Um, so, so let's move into, I, I know we need to wrap up, but I want, I want to just leave folks with some final thoughts about, I feel you all, like, I know this can feel overwhelming. It's like, why even start, right? This just seems like such a mountain and you, you all have a head start and you did it, got it. But, but we have a head start. That means we can light the path, at least something of the path for you. And it means that we can at least tell you where to put your next foot until you start to hear that again for yourself. What do you, how, how, how can, let's talk to those folks who are like, uh, what just happened here? <laughs> how can they take a step into their world? Like right now, something, something very matter of fact that 
that we can just plant here for them. Yes. And I think it's that if we want to create change, if somebody's on a mission, they have something they really want to do. I think we all have that divine creative potential within us operating at all times. And I think the only thing that tends to actually stand between that and that sort of reaching being brought into reality in the outside world is the the ego minds blocks we have within us. All those different sort of programs we picked up on or all the different sort of unhealed wounds that we have from childhood. And, and when we start to actually have that relationship to self and say, okay, I'm blocked. And it means that something within me has to change and not me as, as who I truly am, but me as in my ego mind and, and all these sort of programs that exist within it. And so when we can just remember that that's always there behind all of that, and then we can use, you know, some of those tools that we shared or things like that to be able to witness and notice and observe and then enact a change that's actually what then allows that creative potential to really flow through and sort of reach the next level in our lives. And, and so part of the work requires the work on ourselves and showing up in the relationship to self first. But as we do that, we sort of grow in love with ourselves and we're able to create mm. and things in such a powerful way on the outside as well. So beautiful, beautiful. I love that guidance. Folks, make sure you're going and checking out. I mean, well, let me let me back up here a second. Part of the reason why we love bringing these brilliant guided people on the shows is that 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 resonance piece that we've been talking about, the the how it feels, right? Like it's not just about oh, I feel happy, I feel sad. It's it's it, is this expansive? Does it light me up? Do I feel activated? Right? Am I energized by this? Follow that. Those are your are your cues, you know. So so if you're listening to this, you're like oh my gosh, this this is the way and. And, and, and as Thais's voice is coming over you, you're like, yes, 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 yes. Then go check out her stuff. Make sure that you're following that. If you're hearing what I'm saying, you're like, oh, the superpower thing, like that's sort of, that kind of lights me up, you know, Th- then follow our stuff, but make sure that you're taking action. Make sure you're following that guided action into whatever that next step is for you in the superpower universe that, that's following our steps, right? Step one, like we've talked about is attuning yourself to these bigger conversations, to the fact that we have a heart. We like to connect with people. We want to be loved, loved. We like to love. And, and it's okay to say that. And, and, and we're saying that. And we're saying we love you. And we're saying you matter. And, and it's okay to say that to others and to think that about yourself. And so so sometimes you just need to hear other people affirming that for you. And then, then those of you who have camped out in the network, get moving into step two, right? Go into the I Am series. Make sure that you're watching one of those videos each week and applying the concepts. Get those into action. Make sure that you're actually holding yourself accountable. There's nothing more better you can do for yourself than, than hold your own commitments because it's going to keep you in a place of self-dominion um, in your relationships with others and in your relationship with the. And those of you who've been camping out there, oh, just lost my sound. Those of you who've been camping out there, make sure that you're going on into that step three, right? And that you're growing in community. Thais, let's make sure that we're telling people again where they can go to find out more about you. So they can go to personaldevelopmentschool-Thais Gibson on YouTube, or they can check out www.personaldevelopmentschool.com for access to all of our different content. Oh, wonderful. Folks, go check that out. I am so delighted to share this space and time with you today. Thank you so much for joining us today. I, um, I love the fact that you're, you're, you're shining brightly and being you and inviting others into that space. Thank you for, for your courageous walk. Thank you so much for having me and for such a beautiful conversation. It was wonderful being here with you. Oh, delightful. And to all of you out there, of course, we love you. We appreciate you. We know you're sharing this. Continue 
to share it with people who need hope and, and follow those steps, folks. Make sure that you're holding true to your own visions and your own callings and that, that you're continuing to persevere forward, even when it's scary. It's not that fear doesn't exist. We just choose not to feed it. We don't create from those spaces and you don't have to either. We love you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.